When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to Big Gay Energy. I'm Bree. I'm Theora. And I'm Caitlin. Come along with us while we dive into the fun and nuances of queer media. Representation matters, and we're here to talk about it. <laughs> and with that, we're going to start part three of our Paper Girls discussion and getting into the gay stuff which is probably what you've all been waiting for and you're like why the fuck did it take you three episodes to get here but hey and if you're wondering that then you're new because definitely new and welcome (laughs) to brie caitlin and theora discuss things and it takes years so you're welcome but i think we're interesting or funny maybe a little both hopefully 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 i mean you just love us you're still here so (laughs) thank you and now no, no, no. We will get into all the KJ Mack stuff. And I want to start, I'm just, we're just going to go for this. There's no great way to group this other than just going episode by episode with all the KJ gay stuff that happens. So that's how we're going to do this. Starting first with episode three. So this is the the sequence of stuff where KJ rescues Mac. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. I know, I know this is bad, but I have to, no wonder it took me a few episodes to get into it. I know. It didn't get gay until episode, episode three. three. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Continue. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, to be fair, they're 12. So it's fine. But yes, episode three. That's kind of where it all starts. Or at least becomes obvious. So the at, it starts with them on like Larry's farm. And he tells them, hey, you know, the bad guys, they're closing in. And so we got to get the fuck out of here. And KJ is the only one at this point who's like, um, Mac's not with us. She's the only one. Everybody's like, yep, let's get the fuck out of here, whatever. KJ's like, um, no, if there's four of us, where, where's Mac? And Larry says the wrong thing where he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but she's probably dead. And KJ's like, face no. just transforms to terror. She's like, what? Why would <laughs> like, you say that? Why the fuck would you say that? Why the fuck? And children. So they're, chi- they're children. I mean, they're children who are being forced into this weird adult situation. And so KJ's response to this is, fuck you. And she steals the motorbike in the garage, which is such a lesbian move. And rides into town to find Mac. Like, what a lesbian move. I love everything about that. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. KJ's, I just love her. KJ stealing motorbikes. Like, it's so awesome. She says, like, I love that she says nothing. She's just like, uh-huh. And then later you just see her riding the bike and leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. great. Like, did so, she know so. it was out there? Well, yeah. So when they're in the in the barn with um Larry, she spots the the motorbike and, like, the shot lingers. Because they're like, remember oh, this. Okay. She's going to steal it. <laughs> um but her riding away and stealing it happens in episode four so before that kind of happens she has this like um she basically hatches quietly hatches this plan and so she's in like one of the rooms with younger Aaron, and 
she's like, hey, um, I Google mapped everything and I found Dylan's address and I'm going to go. And so don't tell anyone. And so that's when she steals the motorbike, like a typical 12 year old. <laughs> and then the first scene we get after this is the scene with her at Dylan's house and she runs into Dylan's wife. And this scene is so fucking cute. <laughs> so fucking cute. Because she's just like creeping outside. Like <laughs> trying to like look inside without going inside. Because she's a kid. She has like no power. Exactly. She, she's just learned what the internet is. And she's like, I hope this is right. She's she's scared and cautious. As she's, one would be. Totally. Totally. So Which is kind of mature. And so the wife finds her. And um, is like, hey, are you... Kimberly's friend and and Cage's like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about I don't know what the fuck you're talking about and then she's like oh Joe her friends call her Joe and I love that this is Cage's like that sounds like something Mac would pick as a name right? she's like yeah Joe Joe gender neutral Joe mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that detail and then she's like uh alright cause like she's like we're about to die we gotta go we got no time but she's like whatever I'll you're you're the adult i can't say no to you like kj has so much guilt and she's always like miss manners like a lot of the time she's the one to apologize and like um play with etiquette which i assume she learned from home but here she's like yeah okay the polite thing to do is to go inside so she she goes inside and i love in this scene she has no idea she doesn't realize she has a crush on mac yet she has no idea and the actress just nails it in this scene like nails it and so the excuse she get, but so she has no idea she has a crush, but the excuse she gives to the wife is, um, me and Joe got into a fight <laughs> and, um, I just wanted to apologize, which is the most like couple thing ever. Like it's, <laughs> I just love that. That's the first thing that pops into her mind. Yep. It's such a. It's hilarious because she has no idea, but it sounds like she has a crush on Mac. And like the mom gets what's happening here and she's like picking up the vibes and she's like, well, I'm glad she has a girlfriend like you. And that's when KJ loses it. Like she says the word and she's like, starts like, no, what? No, like, what? Wait. <laughs> what? Girls are friends and uh, we're, we're normal. We're normal. She's this weird peace side thing. It's the funniest fucking response I've ever seen. I didn't it's see so it cute. like that though. Wait, did, did she mean it as girlfriend? I was afraid that people were going to be like, no, she meant it like girlfriend is in her friend. And I'm like, even if she did, that still to KJ is going to mean something oh, no. different. But like, I wanted to bring that because I thought like that. But growing up, my mom and her friends would always say girlfriend like that. And on the inside, I would die. I'm like, no, she, they're just my friend. And like, I didn't understand that. Uh-huh. And like, yeah, that's what's happening. Like, no, yeah. no. Yeah, it's so real. completely understand this scene. Yes. KJ's panic is hard. So yeah, whether the mom meant it or not, it def it because like the mom's like, yeah, uh-huh, sure. I didn't, I didn't. I feel like the mom knows, but she's like, I didn't, I didn't mean it that way. We see it. that's it's what fine. I it's thought. Fine. It's, it's like I felt the mom was a little more progressive than me too. Were going to give Kale her credit chips for it. And, yeah, like like, the I feel like family. she knew she and knew. she just to me she just assumed and was like oh yeah these kids are this kid is gay like it's obvious and she, Caitlin she came over on a motorcycle like we already established that I don't notice stuff but, okay but listen like okay for those that were confused by this scenario 
Mac doesn't live here. Mac just got here yesterday. This random girl drove a motorcycle, tracked her down to come apologize because they got in a fight. That's the most girlfriend thing I've ever heard. So That's like the, the gayest mom, shit ever. It's the gayest shit ever. The mom gets that. <laughs> like, yeah. So after KJ's adorable panicking, where she's like, girls, we're just we're normal panic. friends. We're normal friends. Peace out, normal friends. The mom's like, uh-huh, yeah, sure, girl. Um, regular friends, whatever. It's, um, okay. it's fine. Whatever. It's fine. We yeah. Can, mm-hmm. We can play sure. that. We'll play that game. We'll play that game. That's exactly what the mom's doing. She's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Kale chips? Sure. It's it's the it's their first gay panic ever, and it's the cutest. Because we're in the time period where the mom would totally, yeah, yeah. We're this in 2019 is... at this point. Correct, exactly. We're not in the 80s. We're not in the 90s. Mom would understand this because that's the progressive thing that's happening with kids, and they're a progressive family. The first thing she offers her are kale chips, and KJ's like, "What the hell is that?" Because mom's in a different like area of progressive this mom gets what's happening here mm-hmm. yeah because the time period changed but and also it would okay, be like no, cookies no, no. otherwise <laughs> yeah or like oh i thought i love the realism this was a great choice by the actress when she sits down she gets the water and guzzles it that's so like real because of what she was just mm-hmm. doing so like kudos to her but yeah, she gives her all this like health food, and Katie's like, "What is this?" <laughs> like, when she's being polite mm-hmm. and taking bites because exactly. she's in this manner, she's like, "Okay, <laughs> what is this?" Whatever you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in a. That was definitely me. I'd be like, "Okay, I'll force it down." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's KJ. It's so cute. She's so relatable. Um, last thing I want to say about this scene is a PSA to straight women: Please stop calling platonic girls that are friends girlfriends please please stop doing that it's so fucking confusing and unnecessary first of all to gender your platonic friendships like why are you doing this just they're friends because that means something else and when you say that to baby gays they react like kj whether or not they say it out loud like you said caitlin it's internal where you're like what no that's not we're just what you hear the word girlfriend and you're like what you panic immediately and you don't understand why you're panicking like kj doesn't know why she's panicking she's like i don't know why i'm panicking like this but i'm panicking and i can't stop talking and i'm doing weird stuff like this is what happens to little baby gays on the inside please stop doing that it's well, this is what i tell people uh, there are people at my work that are middle-aged we'll say that do this in front of me and I always make fun of them for it just because I want them to realize that you may not have been exposed to any gay culture but we're gonna have this we're gonna have this discussion because it's a thing that happens and you can't just say shit anymore and it be totally overlooked or whatever yeah just like realize that and it's not a it's not a, a big deal. It's not a huge horrible thing that they're saying. It's just why just why? why? I understand why? that you, know? you exist in this binary where you feel like you need to specify that it's your girlfriend and not another friend yeah. of a male gender or something, but I, it's yeah. not it's not applicable. That's not what anymore. it means. I feel like it comes from patriarchy crap where women it had does. Like, no, my, my friend who's a girl. Like I wasn't hanging yeah. out with a man because that's automatically romantic for straight people. It's like girlfriend, exactly. my girlfriend. Yeah. That but, makes sense. Yeah. Danielle, but, who does yeah. reaction videos on our channel with me. Her one She friend. says that. And she says a lot of things that are like patriarchal society stuff. And I'm just like, Please girl, no, you're it. a strong, independent woman. Unlearn it. 
No, it's, it, it's not applicable anymore. Those words mean different things. Please stop. It's, it is traumatizing to gay people when you say that stuff because we get confused. We're like, what do you mean? Like, what? Like, yeah, please stop doing that. Stop gendering your platonic friendships. They're just friends. Just friends. PSA. If you really feel the need to, to let people know what their gender is, to just if they've got a, a gender-specific name, use that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, my friend Karen. My friend Julie. I <laughs> I feel like Janet from The Good Place whenever my mom Hello. introduced, like, so this is Caitlin, and she, her and her girlfriend girlfriend uh, went and did this. I'm like, not my girlfriend. So yeah, not a girl. Like, not a girl. <laughs> just not my girlfriend. <laughs> Okay, I'm really funny that you mentioned Janet. I was like thinking about in preparation for this episode. I'm like, I feel like we're going to bring up Janet from the good place at some point. I just have this feeling. Marcy <laughs> Carden is coming up in this episode. She's not even in this. So thanks, Caitlin. I predicted in my brain we were going to do this, <laughs> but not here. So I love it. But yeah. But why? Oh, is there another part? It's another this? part. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. That to- is amazing. Sorry. That- she is amazing and we will gush about her in a different episode. Not about paper girls. But back to KJ's rescuing Mac mission. So after Pyrus shows up, KJ gets the fuck out of there and gets on her super gay motorcycle and goes to the Chili's and interrupts Max. Ugh, this is so, this scene was super heartbreaking, but she interrupts Mac and Dylan's like big, I love you, heartfelt hug. And it's so sad because like Mac is finally like getting the love she deserves and gonna get live the life she she always wanted and it gets ripped away from her like by KJ like in Mac's mind. And but I love though that like Mac tries to resist her and she's like no 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 like no 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 but KJ when it comes to Mac she doesn't back down when it comes to Mac. She's like the only one who like just gets through to Mac and she does she's persistent about it and she's like no like the that scary woman is was at your dad with your brother's house. She's coming to kill us, and she's going to kill them. Like that's what's going to happen here. Mm-hmm. Like this is too important. I'm sorry, but you have to come with me. Like I know you hate me right now, but you have to come with me. And ugh, and it's so sad. And I just I love that it's KJ's the that's the one who gets through to Mac constantly. Like they kind of do that for each other, which is really sweet. And because like again, this scene is not from the comics. This was just for the show, and it just I love that it's the two of them in the scene and just mac was finally yeah. like starting to accept like okay i could do this like yeah I, can... I know i know it's just so heartbreaking and her brother was talking about adopting her yeah like she was kind of weird but like at the same time has to happen legally yeah to take care of her yeah and it's just it's so sad and she has no time to really process this she just gets ripped out of it so that when they're on the bike ride back we get these yeah. beautiful shot this beautiful I shot it's so sad but so beautiful and well done and it's <sighs> just not a word is spoken and it's just kj focused on getting them back in time so they don't get left behind and mac just breaks down like and just is hugging kj and there's like crying on her shoulder and after a minute like kj realizes what's happening and she's like oh shit like and it's just not a word is spoken, but it's so like monumental because you have person these... she could be vulnerable in front it, of. Like, that's yeah. huge. Exactly, like because even with Dylan, she wasn't fully vulnerable with Dylan. She still kept walls up. They were starting to come down, like with the hug with Dylan. That was like, so she was just so exposed and just 
stays that way with KJ. She doesn't put the walls back up yet. Like, it's very significant for Mac, who, like, never puts her walls down. Also, she went from, like, hugging Dylan, and she's like, well, you're still a safe person for me. I just will fall to you. Like, I need someone there for me right now. And she never had that. Yeah, and yep. and I love that like KJ doesn't say anything. She just lets Mac cry. Yeah, because like Mac is somebody like who doesn't cry a lot. Like I'm like that too. I don't really cry a lot. And so like when I when I get to that point, I don't want to fucking talk about it. Mm-hmm. And like neither does Mac. And like I think KJ understands that and just just like sees it and is just like let her cry. If KJ yeah. would have said something, Max Walls would have gone right up. Exactly. Exactly. And I think KJ kind of understands that. I feel like she's she's somebody too who doesn't cry a lot or doesn't have people who comfort her. So kind of, you know, that darkness in KJ, she kind of gets this mm-hmm. and just They're just they're perfect for each other. They're very cute. They're a lot of these characters are very good, like um complementary personalities to each other. Yeah. And and I that's why I love the dynamic of all four of them. They all kind of play off each other in these really complicated ways that is just it's very beautiful, like, to watch these characters interact with each other. I also feel like Mac did realize that she didn't belong. I know. It wasn't her time kind of thing. It wasn't, yeah. Yeah. And I know. It's all Wilder's fault. While it, she's, really, it is. This is a Wilder. <laughs> While she's processing everything on the back of that motorcycle, it's just like, like, yeah. what do you do? There's nothing you can do. It's also her being pulled from that life. She's like, Mm. that was the last chance for me to have a taste of what the future could have been. Yeah. She's like, well, now I will never know. She's just going back to the situation, and it's sad. Yeah, her character is so tragic. Like, ironically, horribly tragic. I wish we got, like, at least a little bit of a scene of Dylan realizing like where is she like i kind of want to see like the aftermath of all that oh my god i feel like you would in season two unless they erase his like pyrus was in there but yeah i think if she if she well who knows she may not have had time because she just she saw the motorbike and was like fuck i gotta get them so maybe she didn't and i feel like i feel like dylan i mean at first when he sees mac he's like he can't, like, can't believe what's happening. And then he finally is like, all right, this is actually, re- you're real. This is real. I'm not going to fuck this up. Like, I think that he wouldn't give up on, he would search for her forever. Like, that would traumatize him all over again, where he's like, I'm not losing my sister again. I'm going to look everywhere. I'm missing persons. Like, he I would check like the news. He would, like, he would lose it. Yeah, I think his current life would probably fall apart. I think so, too. He would become obsessed with finding mm-hmm. his sister. Yeah. I Yeah, I think this would ruin uh, him, That's actually. a really... Someone can write that fanfiction. If you want to cry, go write that. I mean, yeah, but like, the that, there's one. so much that could be done there as well. I know. It's just, it's yeah. just, it's just not in the. I'm sorry, I'm not here for that torture porn. Yeah, and then Wilder would show up, and I don't, you know. I was I, just I saying, like, it would be a story, guys. I didn't say it was for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm with you, Caitlin. I don't like when the two of them are against me. No, we're not against you. Uh, Dylan is... I I love the way they did older Dylan. He's so interesting. And just... I I love the evolution of their relationship and how it's it's shown. Yeah, I don't think Dylan would ever... His life would fall apart. He wouldn't give up on his sister a second time. 
he never actually did you know yeah um there's one more okay before we leave the chili scene and jump on over to like young kj meeting old kj i i want to go i want to say one last thing about this chili scene that i just think is hilarious so when pyrus shows up and like goes into the restaurant and was like approaching dylan and then sees them on the motor motorbike she turns and runs and gets the fuck out of there and deliberately runs into this poor service worker who's carrying dishes. And I'm like, girl, you didn't need to knock that person over. That person does not get paid enough for this. She like runs, she like purposely like runs into them instead of going to the door. And justice for service workers is all I'm saying. That was not, I don't care what time you're in. That is not cool. You treat them with respect. Not cool at all. Don't no. be that dickhead. Right. <laughs> I was like, why did you have to, the door was, come on now, Pyrus, that's fucked up. Indra's Pyrus, whatever your goddamn name is. I know. <laughs> Indra slash Pyrus. <laughs> I feel like Indra's easier to say. It really, really is. Can we um, petition to change her name to Indra? <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Well. I can't wait. I need to I need to get into baby gay land. Alright. <laughs> So we're going to get to probably the biggest comic book deviation that there is. And that's young KJ and old KJ. Because in the comics, we never see old KJ at all. We see a version of old, of KJ who's older, but it, it isn't actually her. It's like, I'm not even going to get into it. But like yeah. this, all of this, none of this happens at all. KJ never learns her future. Never. So we don't actually know what happens to her. So all of this was manufactured for the show, and it is the most brilliant choice I have ever seen in anything, and this is what made me fall in love with the show, was this. Because it's so brilliant. It is. It is. So, where does it start? So this is all on episode four. They end up in 1999, um, and it's this 4th of July party happening at KJ's house. So we all get to, like, literally step inside the mansion that quote unquote that KJ lives in everybody gets to walk in her life and KJ it takes her a while to finally like go in because I think KJ doesn't really want to see her future because there's a line with when she's talking to Aaron when she's hatching the rescue Mac plan when Aaron's like why aren't you curious about your future you're the only one who doesn't say anything and KJ has this really heartbreaking sentiment where she's basically like because I'm not curious about my future because if my mother got her way, like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see my future, the one that my mom is planning for me. I don't want to see myself. What she's basically saying is, I don't, I know I'm going to be unhappy if my mom gets her way and I don't want to see that. Like, there's no hope for my future kind of thing. She just feels like the future is the lost cause. It's out of her control. Mama's control in her life. So she really hesitates before going in here. And so keeping that in mind, I love how this unfolds. Because KJ sees herself, well, and hides. She grabs Mac, because lesbian, and hides. <laughs> and is watching her older self talk to this preppy dude, this douchebag kind of looking dude. And Mac comments that like, oh, she's like, hey, this, she's, you know, not a hockey freak. Like, not what I was expecting. But KJ doesn't seem surprised by any of this. She's like, this is what my mom wanted. Like, see, I see the way I'm dressed. I'm talking to this guy. I hate this guy. And she keeps saying it out loud. Like, I hate this guy. I hate this guy. Like, she doesn't know this guy, but hates him. And 
especially when Max like, oh, that guy really wants you. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, no, no, I, no. I, I'm reacting badly to this and I don't know why quite yet. But I hate everything about this. My mom got her way. And it really, like, escalates when mom shows up to old KJ. And she's like, oh, isn't she so pretty? And, like, don't you want to date her? Is basically mom's trying to, like, auction off her daughter to this, like, entitled white dude. And what I love is that older KJ starts cringing. She's like, oh, nope, nope. Because you can see older KJ's not happy. Mom has her influence. And she just starts being like, you don't have to. We don't have to. Like, you don't have to be polite. Don't have to be polite. Like, really. Like, leave me alone, dude. Leave me alone. And older KJ makes this excuse. She's like, I need to check on my friend. Which is code for girlfriend. (laughs) If if you're gay. You're like, my friend. Who's not down here. And she's like, I'm going to go. Like, bye. And... What I really, really love about this whole interaction here is that what's happening really is like old KJ is like living, the is like acting the way mom wants her to act. But young KJ is giving us older KJ's like inner monologue. Like she's saying all the things out loud that she can't say when she's trapped in these positions. Mm-hmm. So like older KJ's like, I hate this guy. And younger KJ's sitting there, I fucking hate this guy. I hate this. She's, like, she's saying what's in older KJ's brain. So I love the way they're doing this because what it seems like, it seems like KJ's life doesn't change. Like this is, it's all the fucking same. Like she's still keeping up appearances like mama taught her and she's miserable doing it. Like you can see older KJ doing these things where she like looks away and she's like, I hate this. Like, and younger KJ's voicing out, out loud how older KJ feels. So it seems like like, they're on the same page the way like younger Tiff and older Tiff were kind of very similar. But later KJ finds out that's not really the case. Like she's doing that because she's still playing nice with mom is basically what's still happening, but she fucking still hates it. Right. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's beautiful. Like them watching it is so. Yes. That's why it's so meta in a way. Yes. Just- it's that's the part where I really enjoyed the time travel aspect of the show was this very moment where young KJ is like, Nope, 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 Nope. And older and older KJ in her head is like, gay, 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 gay. Literally, literally. But younger KJ doesn't have the language for that yet. So she's just like, I fucking hate this. I hate this guy. She keeps saying it. She's like, no, I fucking hate that guy. And younger and older KJ's like, oh, my girlfriend's upstairs. I wish I was upstairs. <laughs> He's like, could be making out with girlfriend. Yes. Not talking to this douchebag. Do we know <laughs> if the parents know that she's gay or would her mother be doing this if she was? No, I'm pretty sure KJ hides that from her. Yeah. Well, I'm I mean, sure. I just didn't know if like she knew, but she was still trying to push guys on her. Well, I mean, that could very well be. But that could be. I don't know. I feel like at this point, KJ like, would be told. I also feel like if that was the case, Lauren would not be allowed in that house. I'll, yeah. That's true. You know? that Mama seems like the type that would be like, no, she's the one that made you gay. She's mm-hmm. not allowed in my house. Like, You're mom gives me right. that energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. That is totally yeah. how I see it, too. So I really, yeah, totally under the, she's in the closet. Yeah. For, for mama she's in the closet i feel mm-hmm. like in new york she's like she found her people like you know in new york she's got the big gay energy she's got so much big- I mean, she she's got the big, big gay energy energy everywhere but she just mm-hmm. like Even she doesn't i know i know god damn it's so good i love her she's so relatable um yeah so that scene 
I giggled my way through that scene. Me too. I loved every moment inside of KJ's house. I'll just put it that way. KJ's dog. Like Mm -hmm. that. Okay. First that has nothing to do with the gay stuff. And I wasn't even going to bring this up, but that would break my heart to be like my dog at the end of their life. Like she had her as a puppy and then jumps 10 years in the future. And you're like, Mm -hmm. you're all old and like struggling to walk. And now I'm so sad. But I love that the dog is like KJ. Like the dog knows her. Like, yeah. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) mom (laughs) it's so cute Um, i love the doge but i I love that you said that this was so meta like honestly like yes this is the thing i appreciate like i like the time travel fighting stuff is cool or whatever i like it more so in just this the planes are here the storytelling aspect because you get to see these like interactions that wouldn't be possible any other time it's so cool can you hear the planes yeah it's fleet week everyone look it up welcome to fleet week (laughs) welcome to fleet week it's starting later than normal so you're gonna hear essentially there are fighter jets flying over my house and you're gonna just gonna keep hearing them i can't control them um call your congressman i guess or the military (laughs) anyway so congressman (laughs) all right so we're gonna leave the downstairs party if that's cool with you guys and go upstairs yes all right so this is KJ. That's the part where we wanted to go to. This is where we wanted to. Yes. So KJ's curiosity gets the better of her when she's finally in the house and she's like, what is my life? What is my life? Because it already looks terrible. And she ends up going up the stairs to where her bedroom is. And as she's doing that, she passes like, I love the setup because she passes all these pictures of herself. It's her playing field hockey, which is like the only picture where she genuinely looks happy. Then it's her in the bat mitzvah dress, the one that was hanging in the closet. And then it's her with a boy at prom. So she's getting all these pictures of like, fuck, my mom got exactly what she wanted. Like she's seeing it in this hallway. She's like, my mom, my mom, this is what my mom always said my life was going to be. She picked my clothes. Crap. I'm, I'm really living her life. Like, fuck. And then she goes to her room also to hide, to be like her safe place in the house. Probably was her room. And she's like, I need to go to my room. And then she goes to her room and she, first of all, the first thing you see is this La Femme Nikita poster in her room. I know. It was the first thing I was like, (gasps) (laughs) right? And 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 like, these are movies that don't exist. And KJ's room did not have posters on it. So she's like, what the fuck is this? And she's trying to figure out what it is because she doesn't know what La Femme Nikita is other than like, girl, you gay. Like, that's what. Yeah, that's what it means. Hold on. What is that? It's a it's movie a TV show. Oh, so was it? It was both. I think hers was the movie poster, but hers yeah, it was, was the TV movie show poster. Too. Yeah, I just figured that Caitlin may be more familiar right. with the TV show. I know nothing. A femme okay. fatale. Um. So the movie was better, obviously, but there's a movie and a TV show. The TV show is more widely known. Mm-hmm. Just it's a thing. If you, it, it was it was a gay thing when we were. Yep. I'm using up. Google. Go ahead. All right. Caitlin, educate. All right. So then she goes into the room. And as she's staring at this poster, trying to figure out what's happening, the camera pans and we see there's somebody else in the room. And it's Lauren, who is KJ's future girlfriend. So again, the meta shit happening here, too, is like crazy. And Mm -hmm. I love it. And basically, the back, we never get KJ's backstory. And I love the choice instead of like with Tiffany and Aaron, where they get their backstory from themselves. KJ never gets that. She gets her future read to her by her future girlfriend. 
and I love this choice. Lauren is adorable, and I love this choice. And Lauren basically tells her that, like, KJ took control of her life. Like, you take, eventually, you take control of your life. You go to NYU. You don't go to business school like your mom said. You follow your passion, which is movies. And you don't do things exactly the way your mother wanted. So, like, even though KJ is currently downstairs, like, keeping up appearances for mom at mom's party for the neighbors to, like, put on airs or whatever, you actually got out of here and went and made your own life. And, like, KJ can't even believe this. She's like, what? Like, I, and I love when she's like, do you like movies? And KJ's like, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Like, because watching movies wasn't clearly a thing when she was younger. And she's like, I I didn't really think about this as a career because mom was just like, you're going to go to business school and all this. And she's like, I guess, like, because I end up making movies. Like, I guess this is what I wanted. So it's like, she's learning all this stuff about herself that she never thought was even possible. And is kind of trying to process that. And then she's like, okay, I need to get out of here for a minute. And and Lauren's like, hey, you want to come to the movies with me and KJ? Because we're going to go watch this like artsy movie that's going to make you love film, basically. It's why I loved film. Come see Mm -hmm. it. Which again, they have shared interests. So it's because they're dating. So it's going to make sense. Like, she's going to love it too. So I love that. And and KJ's like, being polite. She's like, I have to ask my parents. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is such a 12 year old thing to do and she like politely backs out of there and she's like i hope to see your mo- your name on a poster one day just so fucking cute it is adorable it's so, it's so cute it's so like I, oh, love her. I know it's so polite but also like again it's you telling your future girlfriend i hope you make it one day like it's just the meta thing is super cute too like exactly. kj's just consciously like nice to her and has no idea why it's adorable mm-hmm and then and then and then kj tries to leave and then older kj is coming up the stairs so she's like fuck i don't want to i don't want to meet me fuck this and hides because like again kj's progression is like she gets to the precipice of figuring out what's happening and then kind of like retreats and processes and that's what keeps happening with her so she's but like they fuck also this. shouldn't be meeting themselves i agree have we I learned agree. nothing from legends of tomorrow no mm-hmm. well they it didn't come out yet in 1989 or 88 <laughs> so they don't know what's going on 1989 <laughs> 99 and 99. <laughs> so, all right. So KJ hides in the bathroom. So I love that you said that the bathroom is like your safe place. KJ runs in the bathroom. <laughs> and like, okay, again, she doesn't want to meet herself, but she's like, I'm going to watch this. Because what am I really like when I'm away from my mom? Because clearly I'm different. And she watches herself interact with Lauren. And it's the cutest, like, flirting shit that starts happening. Like, full-on flirting. And then they start making out. And KJ's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, wait, 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 what? And then locks herself in the bathroom. And then goes through the five stages of gay grief. Like, gay in real time. All up and it's, down. Yeah, she, the actress, again, Fina nails it. She takes up the whole space in the bathroom. She, like, falls in the corner. And it's like, what the fuck? And starts pacing. And goes to the, like, she takes up all that space. And, like, this is so real. Like, the way she, like, plays it out is so real. Very accurate. It's so accurate. And I love the choice that they, like, when she gets to the mirror and, like, looks at herself, they let her really play it out. And she, it's like everything slows down when she's looking at herself. Because before that, she's like, this can't be real. This can't be real. And then she, like, looks at herself in the mirror. And she, her breaths start, like, evening out a bit. And she starts calming down and you start seeing like the wheels turning as she thinks about it. And she's like, fuck, like, is this, it is, 
is this why I don't fit in? Like, is there's some truth to this? Like, I feel like there's some truth to that. And I love that they really let her process and sit in it because oftentimes when characters like young characters or characters are having their first like gay realization kind of moment, it's always just like immediate panic. And then it like goes away, but like they really let KJ sit in it and like have that initial freak out and then like slow down for a minute and be like, huh, shit. No, this kind of makes sense. You know, like you can like see it on her face, her being Mm -hmm. like, fuck. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. 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 That's clicking into place. That's clicking into place. Yeah. It's like little pieces of her life that keep falling. Exactly what happens too. Exactly. Oh, like, okay. So that's why that, and that's why that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you have all those. I still have those moments, right? Yes. You're like, oh yeah, that was really gay that I was doing. Yeah. This makes sense. This makes like when sense. I told you about holding the hands with the girl at soccer and getting in trouble. <laughs> it, that's what KJ's remember. She's like, that's why I like that girl on my field hockey team a little too much. Like, you know, she's having those thoughts and she's like, fuck, that's why I hated that guy downstairs. Like, that's why when everyone talks about boys, I don't I give out. a shit. Yeah, I don't fit in with that. Oh, I hated that. Yeah. Them. Remember having those conversations with people mm-hmm. and you're like, uh-huh, I don't get this. My mom always it. brings up when I uh, shoved a kid on a on the playground for trying to kiss me. It's like, there's so... Uh, oh my god, he's so cute. And I'm like, okay, sure, fine, what the fuck ever. I mean, he's got a yeah, face. Yeah, I was like, I don't... I thought something <laughs> was wrong with me because I'm like, every, every all the girls are saying, like, this kid is cute. And I'm just like, No. I, don't, I never even yes. thought there was anything wrong with me so much as I was just like, okay, sure. And I'm not analyzing that. Goodbye. Well, I got to like high school and I'm like, why don't I like anybody? Okay. And that's so real. And this is why having representation like this matters so fucking much. Because when you don't, when you, that's what KJ's process is. She's like, something's wrong with me and I don't know what it is. And here she's like, oh not that there's anything wrong well at first she's like oh is it wrong but like she's like but it feels right like i look happy i that i think that's the thing that really gets to her she's like i look happy with her i'm Mm -hmm. happy like and when you understand i love it yeah but like for so many people like especially like think about it kj's from like she's growing up in like the 90s basically as a kid 80s 90s this there's no representation for KJ. KJ wouldn't know this is okay. That's why it's like she probably had no idea until she went to New York, where it's more of an artsy place where more queer people are. That's where Stonewall happened. There's more queer representation happening Bye, there. Caitlin. Bye, Caitlin. And so KJ probably wasn't exposed to this as an option for herself until she went to film school and was like, oh, there's other people like me. And probably met Lauren and was like, oh, you're like me. This is okay. Like, this is why, like, being exposed to this and seeing kids process this and, like, that it's okay. This is an option is so fucking important. And, yeah. Screw all the people who don't think it is. Yeah, it matters. I love that. I love it. That, okay, so my whole gay realization was because of another was because of a crush on another person. And that's sort of the case for a lot of people. But what I love is that KJ gets the gay realization because of KJ. Just <laughs> KJ. From- that's so true. That's herself. <laughs> KJ gets to see herself make 
making out with a girl in the future and is like, like so, so that's another layer of what the fuck? Yeah, it's literally <laughs> that's me doing that. That's me. Yeah, that's me. It's <laughs> not MIA. It's okay. I'm gay. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> okay, and I have to pause here and say. This is something that actually does happen in the comics in which KJ's realization is KJ seeing KJ being gay and yes. being like, fuck, I'm gay. But instead of like all the stuff with Lauren, KJ sees herself kissing Mac and is like, oh, oh, oh shit. They just immediately <laughs> put them together. Yeah. And then, yeah, KJ is auto- like, oh, okay, so I'm a lesbian. And, and there's no processing it. She's just like, so that's going to happen. Yeah. That's and then happen. later, she's just like, yeah, and then, like, and then later, no, that will go to that one later, but she just, like, fully accepts it, like, okay, yeah. okay. It's kind of weird. So, I, again, prefer this because the addition of Lauren was brilliant. Sorry, the fucking plants. The addition of Lauren is really brilliant, and the fact that um, we have the scene in the bathroom where KJ is processing this, I feel like that's something that gets glossed over with queer stuff a lot is processing shit. It's just leapfrogging right into the the drama of like homophobia and like, what does it mean? And my parents hate me. And it's like, you never get to see them like process this. Like this is, I, I thought the scene was so unique and beautiful and well done. And I just, it's so important like to just see her be like, okay. It's my okay. favorite scene in the whole series. It's it's so fucking good. This, yeah, I agree. This is actually yeah, this is too. the best scene. This is the best scene, and I love the next scene we're about to go into because the movie theater scene. <gasps> I love that. Like that's the, yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. Anything that else about okay. horrible? Okay, I don't Are know we... which one actually. I don't know which one I like more because just <sighs> let's get into it. <laughs> I know. I know. I just again the addition of Lauren. Like I just love it so much. I love Lauren. I love Lauren. Okay. So now we're going to go to the movie theater scene. Everything about this scene is absolutely brilliant as well. So kudos to whoever came up with this. It is just everything. So again, at this point, KJ still has no idea how her life is really going to turn out the way it does. She just understands things happen like film school, girlfriend, but she doesn't understand like why it's happening or like how. So she's like still curious about herself because in her life she's trapped and miserable and she feels very doomed but she's saying like maybe 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 i'm not so doomed and so she goes into this movie theater and when she first gets in there like actually in the theater where the where it's playing she looks like terrified and excited all at once at this point kj doesn't fully understand how she got how she's gonna grow up to be this lesbian in film school (laughs) so she's like how did i get here what is going on so she Goes to the movie theater, like, takes Lauren up on her offer, goes to see the Kubrick movie. And when she gets in the theater, like, where it's playing, she looks terrified and excited. Because, again, that's, that's like, the future, right? The future is terrifying and excited. It's just all at once on her face. And she sees herself, future self, sitting with Lauren, and she sits behind them. Like, doesn't go up to them, and just is, like kind of still observing because she's still like how do i get here she doesn't do that too yeah it's well it's weird also you wouldn't join yourself no (laughs) kj's the only one who understands time travel you don't go sit with yourself (laughs) don't do that but like again she's in the room with them don't no just don't if you're gonna go sit in the back but i love that they do this because it gives you some really cool shots of just like 
KJ. Again, you see so much about old KJ and young KJ and they never actually interact with each other. So this was a good film film wise. This is a really good choice. And so at first when she sits down, she's not there for the movie. She's watching herself and Lauren like she's fixated on that because again, she's like, what the fuck? How? And older KJ is like being cute with Lauren. She's like putting her arm over her shoulder and they're like snuggling in the dark. And like KJ's being the one that initiates it. So she's being like affectionate, like out like mm-hmm. in the dark. And immediately younger KJ is watching this and starts panicking like she did before. She starts having those really quick panicked breaths like she did in the bathroom. But then she looks up from them and actually watches the movie. And as she's doing this, like, the music starts swelling and young KJ starts becoming absorbed in the movie. And you can see this shift occurring on her face because she's starting to connect with the film and ultimately becomes, like, very swept up in the art. And by the time we, like, cut back to her in this movie theater, she is just fully engrossed in the movie. Like, she's not even watching herself. Like, she is watching this movie. And there's a shot of just like from the front of the stage. And you can see that young KJ and old KJ are both like engrossed in this movie. Like they're having the same like experience with this art. Like you can see it, like that they're the same person. They're connecting with this art. And to me, I thought that was so relatable because like that's literally why we have this podcast because Mm -hmm. having like a connection with art is just so, it's such a human thing and it's so beautiful. And I love that you just see the two sides of KJ having this experience at the same time with the movie. It's, it's incredible. And in that moment, you're like, that's how young KJ becomes old KJ. Like you can like see the transition happening. It's so cool. Yep. And I I wanted more selfishly wanted more of, I, I, I just want an entire story of KJ. Is that, no, I want it too. I mean, we all want. I want it. I, want it. I literally I just want, want a story. <laughs> I want the whole story of future KJ. Yes, and I want the story of how KJ seeing future KJ affects KJ's literally time. <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously, because like I love the KJ and Max stuff, but I also love KJ and Lauren. <laughs> I yeah, love like, Lauren. I, that's my thing. Is like I don't want her. I want Lauren more. <laughs> I'm like, I kind of want her to end up with Lauren because I love Lauren. Yeah, I kind of do. I can't lie. Like, I know. Yeah, Lauren is so Oh, she's so sweet. Uh, I just feel like, I feel like they would have a healthy relationship. Me too. (laughs) No, KJ can have Mac until about 17 and a half. And then after that, you gotta move on. Yeah. They break up. She goes to New York, long distance is hard, and then she meets Lauren. I mean, who knows? Maybe KJ's uh, first film is about Mac. That would be Because super technically cool, at this point, Mac is gone, too. Yes, Mac has been gone for... Or about the... I think KJ's first film should be about realizing how the fuck gay she is (laughs) and max rolling that (laughs) i mean yeah i would watch that also so there's a there's a sequel to kj is her actual movie 
Come yeah. on, somebody pick this up. Like, I want all of these things. <laughs> all of them. Come on. Just give Fina her own show, basically. She, yeah. she just nails this part. It's so crazy how good. Again, crazy good actors. Just I give her one I would roles. love to talk to. I want to know what she thinks, damn it. Me too. Seriously. Yes, I want us to talk to her so bad. Me I'm too. I'm trying. I'm trying, We're trying guys. guys. We're trying. Tweet her. Oh, yeah. Tweet her for us, please. Yes. Please come talk. And if for some reason we do get her before, then we'll we'll put a note in here. Please don't say her. (laughs) Don't leave her alone. Leave her alone. Um, Okay. So then, 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 then we get to the big, big, big scene after the movie experience ends. And this scene is just the actual cutest, and it's KJ's big toss with Lauren, and everything about this is just perfection. And. I love that KJ exit the movie exits the movie first and is just creepily waiting for them to come out. Like she's playing with a pamphlet. She's like, come on. <laughs> and once again, she waits for older self to get the fuck out of there. And she's witnessing another scene where like older KJ is being like affectionate with Lauren. Like she almost like leans in like she's going to kiss her, but then it's like, oh shit, we're in public. And then goes to the bathroom and Lauren's like, all right, yeah, I'm going to get food. So she gets another glimpse of like, I'm so fucking happy in the future. Like she's like seeing it play out. It's like so many times. And again, I just feel like happiness is such a rarity for young KJ. She's just like so fixated on this. And that's, I think that's what's really drawing her into this like story. She's like, wow, I'm happy. I can't believe this. I keep seeing it. And so she needs to know, how do I get here? So she goes to Lauren and she like awkwardly is like, hey, it's fucking cute it's such a kid thing she's like hey like i don't want to bother you but i need to talk to you and lauren is like the sweetest human being on the planet you're like hey we're just like hi can i ask a question it's just such a nervous hello and and she like again miss polite like there's small talk about the movie and i want to note this dialogue because i think it it's important that this proceeds what they're about to talk about And Lauren asks her, like, oh, you came to the movie. What did you think of it? And KJ says, well, at first I was kind of confused, but then I stopped thinking about it. And I listened to the music. I watched what was on the screen and it was really beautiful. And she's putting into words like this religious experience you can have like with art. But I think she's also talking about the process of realizing you're gay. That's what this, because the whole thing, they use movie as a metaphor. And she's, this dialogue is indicating what they're exactly about to start talking about. And Lauren, again, as another queer woman, echoes this because she had the same experience. She's like, it's a movie. You cannot comment logically. You just have to let the experience wash over you. And that's exactly what realizing you're gay is. It's like, you can think through it as much as you want, but at some point you just have to stop and feel it. And just be like, okay, okay. The feeling after you just, just, you just feel better. Yeah. And that's, that's what, yes, exactly. And again, movie is code for being queer. And they use that the whole rest of this conversation. And I'm just, I I want to add a discussion point here before we get into the rest of it to like, okay, so is this what you guys kind of felt like when you were like, coming out or coming to terms with it like sometimes like for me like it was a lot of like internal processing and almost having this feeling of being like trapped in your own head because you don't really have anybody else to talk to about it because it's like big and scary and like at the time like it was frowned upon I mean it's still frowned upon in certain circles and you're just like so you're just like spiraling with your own thoughts right and you're like what the fuck Mm -hmm. like like is this what it is is this what it is and 
I don't know. Did you guys like kind of? Yeah, no, it's exactly yes. like that. I'll I'll get into more on my episode topic because we have to kind of save these stories. Okay. <laughs> I was a weird. Mine was just weird because it was taking place at a time where there was a lot going on, but it was more. <sighs> I don't know that I had the outright fear. I kept it in my head because I knew I couldn't say it out loud. But I don't know, in a way, once I realized that that was the truth, it gave me a lot of peace. And so I didn't need to say it out loud yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the scary parts came afterwards when things happened like my roommate college roommate trying to save me and other things that I'll talk about at a later date but that's when the fear came when it had to be public or when someone guessed that that was what was going on and then acted okay but secretly stabbed me in the back about it So that's when that came, and thank fucking goodness that the mutual friends that we had basically told her to stop being a dickhead. (laughs) It was like, and we're like, so what? Like, I, like, that's, first of all, one thing you're saying isn't true, and secondly, so what? Gay, it's fine if she's gay. Just, like, that's not a problem. So she didn't get the response that she wanted from our mutual friends good for your mutual friends and so she sought people out on our campus that were more like-minded like-minded fundamental she it was like in the i'm like you pick the dumbest people to to lie about me too because these are like the two most um open-minded and kind of i mean like my friend kelly wore crazy bowling shirts every day to school and like these shiny ass patent leather like shoes and like fancy 50s men's clothes and shit i'm like you picked the wrong people (laughs) i love that so mine was yeah go ahead no i was like so that's i i think the the fear is so relatable but I, I don't, I didn't have that feeling of this is wrong to me mm-hmm. and my body. I just had the feeling of that explains things. And I guess in, in my brain, I'm just like, fuck ever. Like, I, I know what I am and I don't feel wrong. So I'm not wrong. I don't know where that came from, but I still had it at 16, 17. I mean, at least that's good that you thought that. Yeah. Mine was definitely internalized, and even once I realized, I could not say it out loud. It took me so long. It, it was a very long journey, and I'll get into it in uh, two episodes from now, I think it'll be. But, Maybe. like, that's, def- and that's definitely what's happening here, like, with KJ. It's very much like, again, the first step is, like, admitting it to yourself, And once you do that, you're kind of in this better, like, emotional place because, like Bree said, you're like, oh, that all makes sense. 
And I love the metaphor that Lauren gives her. It's like, it's like being in what we saw with the movie. It's like being swept up in a piece of art. Like once you just let it wash over you and you're like, wow, this makes sense. And this is really beautiful. And like, I'm happy now. Like that's kind of KJ's journey. But then later in a later scene, like when KJ like has to say it out loud, like that's a struggle. That's a different kind of struggle. So like the first struggle is like making sense of it to yourself and then communicating it to other people. That's a different problem and people process that very differently so I, I love that they show both facets of KJ in her in her journey because it's, it, it's not a one thing it's not just one light bulb goes off and you're like oh that's it here I'm gay it, it's a, it is a process and there's multiple steps in this process and and it's such a cute kid thing because she like seeks out an adult like she's always like we should ask adults and so she does go try to ask an adult like what like and she, yeah, she, she finally, like, when she gets the courage to ask um, Lauren, like, the really reason she's there, like, she's never said anything like this out loud before. It's so obvious. And she's just trying to be so brave. And she's just like, when did you know? Because she's like, I see me doing this. But, like, how do I know that this is real? Like, when, 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 when do you know this? Like, like, when? And, and, and Lauren doesn't really understand what she's getting at. And Kaja tries again. And that's when she's like, when did you know you were someone who liked... And she's so movies. fucking nervous, she still can't say it. Yeah. So she says movies. Instead of saying, when did you know you were someone who liked girls? She just says movies. Because, like, she can't even say it. Like, that's scary. Like The way she said that, Fina, you're uh, amazing. Mm-hmm. She's, her, she the, brought it all through. Her her voice acting is it so It could have not good. landed. And it just, she was so perfect. Yeah. It Facial just, it expression can, and everything. Yes, it just everything she does conveys exactly what that feels like trying to say it and you can't and and so immediately she gets nervous and starts panicking and then Lauren's like movies got it I understand what's like to Lauren's credit she picks up exactly what's going on with little KJ and she's like okay okay and what I love here is that like Lauren first she starts to talk and then she stops herself so I feel like Lauren is about to launch into a story to be like, well, when I was young, but then she stops herself because like this conversation is not about Lauren, this conversation is about KJ. So instead of doing that, she goes along with the movie metaphor that KJ brings up, which is so sweet because again, she's not clearly this kid feels like is afraid and can't even voice this out loud. So she's like, gets on her level and she's like, okay, movies. When did I know I liked movies? How can I frame this in a way that goes with your metaphor mm-hmm. to this little child? And her answer is so perfect and poignant and she just says the good news is that everyone moves at their own pace and it can be overwhelming but every person's journey is different you know a lot of people are not going to understand at first and this is when like lauren's voice changes and she starts getting really passionate into it and she's like but one day like you're gonna find a movie that you really connect with and it feels really 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 good just try to listen to that like she's basically telling her like follow your feelings and like trust what you feel like 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 in the movie don't think about it so much just feel it and like let it wash over you that's exactly what she's saying like the choice of words here are so fantastic it's just good it's so like it's just so it's so and it's funny because she's already done that (laughs) (laughs) literally um but okay, I love the choice that it's Lauren instead of mm-hmm. KJ telling KJ this because older yes. KJ can just be like, listen, 
when you're 13, you're going to kiss some girl and like mm-hmm. and mom's going to get mad. And like she can tell her the whole exactly what's going to happen. But Lauren's just like, trust your feelings. That's all she tells her. Just trust your feelings. And, you know, people are not going to understand at first, but like it's going to feel great. And I also love that it's Lauren because Lauren is basically talking about KJ in this scene. Also, It's yeah. just the meta here is so fucking cute because like she lights up when she's with with KJ. It's adorable. Like everything about this is so sweet. It's so cute. It's more though. natural for it to be Lauren too. Yeah, because I agree. We don't get the complication. Can I reach out to Lauren? Please. Yeah, I love this actress. Was so <laughs> fucking good. She like she was, it. she was half the reason this worked. Come on. Yes. <laughs> no, I agree. I, that, oh my god. Yeah, the addition of Lauren. Her speech was just every everyone who's questioning themselves needs to hear the, about anything. Listen to this speech. Like it's it's so applicable to so many things. It's like I don't want to do what my parents want me to do. Listen to this speech. Like. People are not going to understand, like, but listen to how you feel. Like, it's your life kind of thing. And if you love it, you'll, you connect with it. It's going to feel really good. Listen to that. Like, it's so, it's universal, like, what she says. It's so, whoever wrote this, give them an award for this. Like, this writing was on point. I want to know what happens at, like, if, I would like to have seen lauren figure it out or lauren know that she's talking to young kj but not until after she gives her all the good advice uh-huh me too uh, that's the one but, weird thing <laughs> she's also, like, this looks like my girlfriend <laughs> how yeah. did um lauren not bring up to adult kj after the party like oh, oh i met your cousin, cousin? <laughs> they yeah, were too busy like, having I, gay sex come I, on <laughs> the party that's older kj was distracting lauren and so that didn't come up i feel like after this movie theater she told her she's like hey your cousin was just here yeah and she's like, what and the fuck cousin what i don't have right? a cousin yeah exactly it happened here because <laughs> they're in public mm-hmm. but you can see that adult kj is very distracting when oh, she's yeah. around Mm-hmm. she distracts Lauren very easily mm-hmm. uh, listen kj has game that's all yeah that's all i'm saying what KJ it is. has game I could see that too. Kate, I want to get a series of KJ just wooing Lauren. Yeah. I just want that. I oh want KJ God. in college. Yes. Oh my KJ God. In NYU. And she's yeah. going to gay clubs and drag the shows. Is, I need this so badly. Athena's a, like, basically about to be college age too. So I feel like we just need to write, uh, write our own movie about this. The Adventures of KJ. <laughs> Except it's not KJ because, you know. Anyway, I just give them, I just, this scene was everything. I love this like, scene so much. I know I get tired of all of the, the, the coming out stuff, but this is like the freshest take. Yes! On any of that. Yes! I I'm so glad you more. like it. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, like, yeah, the way, again, literally that. That's what because really it, struck me about the show. Okay, it's also because KJ's from a time period that I relate to. Totally. And this, not only that, then you come, the point where she's actually realizing she's gay is the time period that I was realizing I was gay. So totally. we're in this, like, world of, she walks into her room and there are all these posters for movies that I know. 
<laughs> like we're like so it's like being in in that position again you live in kj's timeline that's what it is what it is <laughs> That it's just, yeah, I, again, I, I agree. This was such a fresh take on coming out for a 12-year-old. Because it's exactly. a different it's a different process for a 12-year-old, for an 18-year-old, for a 30-year-old. They're all different processes. And like this one was which handled, I want to talk about. Yes. And this one was just handled so masterfully. I can't get over it. It's so I, I am at this a point where I'm over media that's centered around the coming out stuff because I feel like that's always what it's focused on. And not that those stories aren't important and it's not, we should stop telling those stories. It's just like, I want a, I want a different facet of like queer representation in media. But this blew me away because while it is coming out, it's, it's more, not just like I'm coming it's out. It's realizing. Just the, it's the full, yeah, it's the full process. It's the realization. It's the full, pro- and we don't always get, we don't get the full process. It's always just the coming out and the backlash. And that's usually what the conflict is. That's the he, thing is, I don't think we're tired of coming out stories. We're tired of the same coming out story. C- correct. The same format for them. This mm-hmm. one was so refreshing and just, I never would have pictured it through the lens of a 12 year old, but it's just, cause like she has no idea what any of this even means. And then like gets, like, like, imagine that. Imagine being 12-year-old. You're like, I'm unhappy. I don't know why. Then you see yourself doing this thing, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, it's kind of fucked, actually, if you think about it. Like, it's such a, like, what? And But just to see her go through the process of grappling all of that, getting this advice, and then right even at this point at the when she leaves the movie theater she's still not like fully there yet she still has she still has to keep processing it like i love that it's just the full progression of processing to realization by caitlin by caitlin Caitlin. is that the stopping point for this episode are we done with this scene yes I can talk about this. I don't know. I don't want to be done with this. I know. This scene is so. I don't want to leave Laura and I love her so much. (laughs) I love this scene. I'm like, how can we keep talking? Like, it's just going to be the same thing over and over. I love it so much. I love it so much. This, This really, this really touched me. This whole scene, the movie metaphor, like, all of it was beautiful. I need the both of them to come on the podcast so we can just tell them how amazing they are. I know, seriously. There wouldn't even be questions. It'd just be like, we loved you so much. Holy crap. It's like, you're amazing. Please. Please. Let us know what you guys think. Yes. What did you think of this scene? I would love to know. And KJ's story. Period. Just KJ. All of KJ. Yes. And, you know, we thought we were going to get two episodes out of this thing. Next time I'm on Big Gay Energy, <laughs> we will actually... What? What did she say? We'll, we'll finish the KJ and Max stuff. Because we started with it, and then it got into the KJ... Yeah. T- it just going in order. Next time on Next Big time. Gay Energy. It's actually the KJ and Max stuff. We keep lying to you in these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> if you're still listening to us, thanks. Thanks, and come again. Yes. Drink Hydrate time. for Lesbian Jesus. Oh, yeah. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. I'm finishing my glass for that scene because Hell lesbian yeah. Jesus for herself could have wrote that. I'll finish for my our friends who have. Can I finished. For our friends who have followed us from Motherland. Belizu is Zina Yesu Uvu. There you go. There you go. Until next time, guys.
Bye. Bye. And with that, we've been Big Gay Energy. If you like this episode, check out all of our other episodes on whatever you're using to listen right now. Uh, please subscribe and like all the things. If you happen to be listening on Apple, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review, no matter how brief. This is what Apple uses in their algorithm to uh, help us gain a wider audience. So please, please, please help us out. Yes. And please feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you about everything and anything. And if we like it, we'll probably give you a shout out on the air. You can find us at all the things. Twitter at Big Gay Energy Pod, Tumblr, Big Gay Energy Pod, Instagram, Big Gay Energy Pod, or you can email us at biggayenergypod at gmail.com. Until next time, stay safe and hydrate for lesbian Jesus. <laughs>